want the money. I want the title. And I can get it because I'm already doing the work. You've thought it. Now it's time to actually believe it. You're listening to Her Next Career Move, the safe space where you'll learn how to stop your mind from career blocking you so you can claim the wealth and work you deserve. I'm Dr. Jasmine Escalera, a career-minded Latina turned Forbes featured coach, and I'm ready to have some candid conversations about how you can build the confidence to step into the career you know you deserve. All right, now let's get going. What's up, everybody, and welcome to yet another episode of Her Next Career Move. I have to tell you, I am so excited about my new studio. (laughs) If you've been following me since the inception of this podcast, you know that I moved down to Miami and I've been experiencing some great things in the last year and a half plus since I've been here. But it was really weird. When I made the decision to come down to Miami, I actually had this immense feeling of I need to be free. And I think that that sense of freedom came from feeling like I had lived a lot of my life in an effort to please other people or to make other people happy, Um, whether that be my parents, whether that be my ex-husband, whether that be friends. Like, I just feel like I was following paths that weren't necessarily authentic to what I really wanted and authentic to myself because I never even really gave myself the option to even explore what that really meant. And so coming down to Miami, I had this immense sense of I want to be free. I want to do things my way. And um, it was weird because I am an all or nothing kind of person. If you know me, it's either this or it's that. It can never be anything in between, which is very strange being that I am also very free flowy and very spiritual. But when I commit to something, I go all in. So I had this huge sense of I want to be free. I want to make my own decisions. I don't want anybody to tell me how to do anything. This is it. I'm living my life for me, no one else. And when I came down to Miami, I literally, right before, when I made that decision, okay, I'm coming here, I donated or sold everything that I owned and I packed a rental car with only the basic necessities, meaning really just clothes and only some clothes. (laughs) (laughs) And Cody, of course, he is a basic necessity. And I drove down to Miami with really nothing. I owned nothing. And I was bouncing around from Airbnbs and other apartments. And, you know, friends were hooking me up with like subleases, all because I did not want to sign an actual lease and commit to anything because I had this free bird mentality. So moving into this apartment and finally making the decision of, okay, I'm going to be here at least for the next few years. Who knows where life is going to take me? And I'm totally open to it. But at least for the next few years, I'm going to be here and I'm ready to practice this concept and idea of freedom without it having to be so (laughs) extreme. But this concept and idea of freedom, freedom of thought, freedom of idea, and sign a lease. (laughs) I know, it's so weird. 
But so I signed a lease for this apartment. It's this cute studio apartment. And I started really making it my own. Um, I have my little desk with um, my podcast microphone attached and my ring light. So I've got my like set up in the corner of my AKA office and my apartment. I decided to do the colors of the ocean and the sun. Because if you also follow me on Instagram and you watch my stories, Cody and I actually go to the beach every single morning to watch the sunrise. Even on weekends, we do not miss it unless for some reason it is raining. And in the mornings around sunrise, it's usually never raining in Miami. It's already kind of cleared out if there was evening rain. So we always go and we watch the sunrise. And that connection to the ocean, to the sounds of the ocean, to the sun coming up, to the warmth on your skin, to the sand, all of it really just makes me feel so grounded. And I I do actually believe it makes Cody feel grounded too because he just feels much more calm. Well, that's not really true because he'll buck wild on that beach, but he just, you know, also just loves looking at the sun. I mean, I think he just loves it on his skin and it just feels great to him. So I decided to do my apartment the color of sand. So uh, like a brownish, light brownish color, almost sort of white, but not really because the sand in Miami is actually this beautiful, like white almost sand, but does have like a little hint of brown and orange and blues. So teal, uh, royal blue, just different like flavors of blue. And I love it. Like, I just absolutely love it. Of course, my little office in the corner is my branding pink. Like, I have different pinks in the corner. But my actual apartment, when you walk in, it really is like the beautiful colors that I get to see every single morning. And so it's been awesome to be able to be the free, authentic, confident version of myself that I'm not sure I ever thought I would be, but I'm so proud of myself for being here and to really be able to have this beautiful studio apartment and decorate it the way that I want to. And, you know, it's wild when I started decorating this apartment because I was like, oh my God, I don't have dishes. I don't have forks. I don't of anything. So I'm starting completely from fresh. And every single time I've had apartments in the past, I've always lived with people, my ex-husband or boyfriends. I feel like this is the first apartment that I'm starting it completely as myself, right? This is me. This is what I want. This is the most adult version of me. Um, this is the person who just knows who she is. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to share that with you because I am sitting in this apartment right now. We have a beautiful balcony with balcony doors. I had to close them to do the podcast, but just being able to like really be in this space of having my little podcast studio in this apartment is just making me feel so good. And it's making me so excited to record this podcast episode in particular because there's a few things that I'm going to tell you that I've kind of, well, yeah, I've never shared before. 
<laughs> Never to this extreme. There are a few people that that know pieces of this journey and some of my clients too, because we've gotten so intimate and in telling each other our stories and our journeys. And yes, I do that with my clients. I want them to know that I see them. I want them to know that I understand them. I want them to know that in many ways, I was in the space that they are currently in. And I want them to know that like, here's how I got myself to the other side. And if you implement these strategies in your way and in the way that feels good to you, you're going to be able to do it too. So there are certain things in this particular episode that I'm going to be talking about that really are just tough and challenging things for me to say. And I and I really don't mean that in the way of I am in any way embarrassed of it. It's just tough and challenging for me to say because it's almost just kind of like I don't feel like that person anymore. You know, like I don't feel like that person who was in that experience anymore because I feel like I've grown and developed so much in these last few years that it's hard for me to talk about the journey of who I was before because I just don't even feel like that person anymore. And that's the beauty of really focusing on your growth and focusing on who you want to become. And every single day working towards becoming that person is that there will be a moment where you look back and, and the emotions of what you're going through right now you won't even be able to feel them anymore. You won't be able to connect to them anymore because you're just simply not that person anymore. What you will see are the lessons you learned. What you will understand is why you had to go through that to be the version you are today. But you won't have those negative emotions that we sometimes hold on to when we are in the experience we're in currently. And I tell you that because I want you to know that there is another side. Like there is is another path and you can 100% walk that path. And you know, today's episode is really all about how toxic workplaces are truly causing the experiences that you're having now inside and outside of the workplace. I had this conversation very recently with a client of mine. Um she is in the empowered hire. And when she first came to me, she hadn't yet been in the Empowered Hire. We had a consult call and she was telling me about this toxic work environment and she was leaving in a few weeks and she wanted to come into the Empowered Hire to work with me and to work with the other job seekers to find her best next move. She's very passionate about social justice and social impact. She's absolutely phenomenal and amazing. But like probably many of you who are listening to this podcast episode, she was not being valued in the way that she knew she should. And she was transitioning out of this position in a few weeks. She joined the program. And we had this really powerful conversation when she had transitioned out of the job, when she was done with the position. And it was almost like I was looking at a different person. You know, I was experiencing a different person. When I spoke to her during the consultation, she was definitely more low energy. She had a very positive outlook. She knew she could do anything that she wanted to do, but she didn't necessarily see the path. And the person that I was talking to only weeks later in the program, 
she really was just different. She had a glow to her. She was happy. She was getting the work in the program done. She could see the path in front of her, even if she didn't necessarily know every single step. She had this positive outlook on everything. And we talked about how since she had left that toxic work environment, she was focusing on gardening and focusing on herself and focusing on being the person she wanted to be. She was resting. She was giving herself time and space to heal. She was just allowing for the process to be what it was. And when I was talking to her, so much was coming to mind in my own story and my own journey, right? I was in toxic workplaces for years, and the first three episodes of this podcast, the very first three episodes, I talk about that journey, and I really go into it. But there are components of that story that I connected to with my client when I heard her speaking about having left these environments and now having the time and space to really dedicate to her healing, her growth, and just the rebuilding of herself. And I remember leaving a toxic work environment after having only been there for five months. I was in a toxic workplace for years, left that, ended right back in another one. And I decided, you know, I can't do this. I'm, I'm out. And I was only in that workplace for five months before I finally was like, I, I can't do this. I saw the repeat patterns. I was experiencing the repeat things. And I would not allow myself to continue down that journey. And I didn't have any job lined up. I had nothing to, to step into. I started driving Uber Eats. And I talk about this in one of the prior podcast episodes that I really attribute Uber Eats and the time that I had driving around with Cody in the back and delivering people's food as what started this business. Because I was listening to so many spiritual podcasts. I was listening to so many business podcasts. When I made that decision of like, this is it. I am going to build a business where I help women get into the right spaces and environments and the right positions, making the money that they truly deserve so that we can all just level up, so that we have that space, that foundation to then think about what is it that I want next? Because so often we can't actually think about that right now because we are in these spaces and environments that don't allow us to have the safety to even consider what our up level is. And I remember that this was not an easy, easy time. Um, I didn't have anything lined up. I was just starting out in my business. So there were not clients coming through and I remember starting 2020 with only 48 cents in my bank account. Like, y'all, that's something that I have not told many people at all, but I started 2020 with 48 cents in my bank account. And so that you're, you don't think I'm lying. I actually screenshotted it, you know, because something in the pit of my stomach was like, you need to take a picture of this because this is your journey and you will never be here again. And I remember thinking, um, I was so mad. You know, I was so mad at, gosh, 
so many things. I was mad at my old boss, right? I was mad at my old boss, bosses who treated me unfairly and made me feel like I had to leave the safety and security of a job. I was mad at myself for leaving. You know, I was mad at myself for not being able to be, you know, stronger or not being able to be uh, tolerant of it. You know, I, I was just mad at the world, it felt like. But simultaneous to it being hard and it being difficult, I was also somehow happier than a pig and shit. I was happier than I could have ever been or ever was before because I wasn't experiencing the level of triggering on a day-to-day basis that I was experiencing when I was in these toxic workplaces. And this is something that I need you to understand When we think about toxic work environments, the reason why they are so detrimental to you is because you are constantly being triggered. Your nervous system is constantly being triggered. You are walking into these environments and walking into these workspaces already tense, already carrying so many dense negative feelings. And this is what I need you to understand about these toxic work environments is that they are triggering you on a consistent and constant basis. And they are doing immense damage to yourself, to your nervous system. The ways that I describe toxic work environments is first off feeling that sense of being triggered day to day. You're almost sort of like expecting that something is going to happen that's going to trigger a negative emotion or even potentially a negative response from you, right? Something that's out of character and not the way you would want to traditionally think or feel or act in the workplace. I also think that toxic work environments are truly defined by the inability of you to bring the whole, full, confident, dope version of yourself to the workplace simply because it is just not accepted. And I think that these toxic work environments can also be defined by the ability for them to be able to shift your perspective of self. The number one way I see toxic work environments harming, harming women of color, harming anyone who's in them is through the shifting of perception of self. You don't see your wins anymore or your accomplishments. You don't think you're good enough. And that's how these environments keep you stuck. And that is immense harm to yourself because then you're constantly in that triggering cycle, but then you're also just staying in this kind of space where you're not able to then grow professionally. So you might resonate completely with this story, right? You might resonate completely with my client, me, this whole idea and concept of what toxic work environments are. And you might be saying to yourself, yes, I am experiencing this 110%. And I can understand every single thing that you're saying. I can understand the triggering. I can understand the change of perception of self. I can understand how I am feeling this negativity, feeling this negative energy, feeling these negative feelings, and I don't want this anymore, but what the hell do I do? Because I told you I quit, right? I finally got to the place where I said, no, Moss, I'm not doing this anymore. And my client, 
she also did the same. I'm out. I'm not doing this anymore. We are done, right? But what if you don't have the option to do that? And so many women, so many people come to me and they say, I don't want to be experiencing this, but I also can't just leave my workplace. I can't just step out. I have bills to pay. I got things to do. I got kids to take care of. I got family to take care of. I get all of that. When I left, it was just me and Cody. And, you know, it was a big risk I was taking but I am essentially kind of like a risk taker. I maybe have way too much belief in myself and way too much belief in things will just work itself out. And I think that's gotten me into trouble in the past, but I've been capable of just being able to, to jump and take the leap. And you may not legitimately be able to do that. And so what I really, really want to offer to you are what are the things that you can start to do that will help you balance yourself out in these environments so that you can be and feel safe and secure enough within yourself to even contemplate and consider what that next option is. Because I have to tell you, and I've said this before in past episodes, when I was so in the thick of toxic work environments, I couldn't think of anything else. All I could do was go home, have my wine, try to numb myself, like literally try to numb myself, and then just go back to work the next day. Like it was almost like this vicious cycle that I just couldn't get myself out of. I felt so stuck. And that is what these environments also do is they propagate that negative energy within you that you are so drained, you can't consider anything else. But I want to lay out for you exactly what it is that I want you to consider doing, right? And I've got a few different strategies here that I want to talk you through. And the first one I think is actually the most important. So if you find yourself in a toxic work environment, the most important thing you need to do is you need to ask yourself, why am I staying here? And that's a really powerful and important question to ask yourself. And the reason is because logically, you're going to say, I know I deserve better. I know I shouldn't be doing this. I know I shouldn't be tolerating or accepting this. But there are reasons why you are. And I've spoken about this in prior episodes where I've talked about the mindset of why I stayed in toxic workplaces, because I was told to be grateful, because I was told I was just supposed to allow these things to happen in some weird way because I was getting a paycheck. There is a mindset of why you continue to stay in these environments and you have to tap into that. You need to know what are the beliefs that I have about myself, about work, about the work environment, about success. What are the things that I am thinking that are essentially keeping me here, that are keeping me coming into work every single day and trying to create coping mechanisms to stay because I am too scared to leave? And some of this might actually have to do with the what comes next, right? You might be scared to jump into the job search because you're hearing how difficult it is and how people are applying to hundreds of jobs and not even getting interviews. You might be looking at the what comes next and be so scared to jump into that, right? I haven't looked for a job in years and now the market is crazy. How am I going to stand out? Or I don't know how to tell my career story and my career journey, or I don't even know what I want to do next. 
And these ideas and concepts of what's next might be what's keeping you staying stuck. Maybe not even the mindset of just staying there, but the mindset of what's next. So really considering why you feel stuck and why you're allowing yourself to stay stuck is so important. And that's the starter point because whatever comes up for you in terms of those fears, in terms of those ideas, in terms of those mindsets, you have to focus on clearing that. And the clearing that is truly the shifting of that into something more positive and empowering so that you can create the change. In the Empowered Mindset, which is my group coaching program for women of color job seekers, the first thing that they do when they enter the program is they focus on the mindset of being an empowered hire. How do I build my confidence to really understand what I truly deserve and use that as the jumping off point to my job search? And that can be so powerful because you're starting off with that right mindset of I can create what I want and I can make what I want happen. So the other thing that I really want you to focus on, I talked about this through this episode, is that sort of triggering, right? The triggering of your nervous system. So there's a lot of mindfulness practices that can help you manage or deal with the triggering of your nervous system and almost sort of help you bring your nervous system down back to sort of a normal level as you are experiencing the environment that you're in. And some of the things that I love to do when I am feeling a bit triggered is I love to do breath work. So just trying to get my nervous system to calm down through breathing techniques. And there's tons of breathing techniques online. There are people who do breath work on YouTube, but really focusing on understanding that when you are triggered, you trigger your nervous system, which triggers you into this feeling of fight or flight, right? So you're either going to shut down or you're going to try to fight. You're going to go through these two different experiences. And sometimes what will happen is your breathing will increase just because you are in this experience. And so controlling your breathing can help to counteract the feelings, the emotions, what's flooding through your system that is triggering what you are experiencing. So things like breath work are so helpful. The other thing that always helped me when I was in these experiences was taking a walk and listening to music that made me feel good. And I didn't listen to like, you know, spiritual music or sound baths. I like legit listened to Beyonce or whoever else would just make me feel like a confident badass because I wasn't feeling that way. Change in perception of self, right? I wasn't feeling like the confident woman I knew I was because these environments were stripping me of that idea of myself. So I would go for a walk. I would put on some music. And even if I could do this in the office with the door closed or going to a space where I felt like I could have some privacy, just being able to calm the nervous system was so incredibly helpful. And the other thing that is so incredibly helpful if you're experiencing a toxic work environment is setting boundaries. You have to set boundaries. If you're in a toxic work environment, you're probably experiencing an immense lack of boundaries around you. And so this is the most important time to understand what is it that I need to feel balanced 
What is it that I need to be able to cater to myself? What is it that I need to feel like I can manage my workload and to really focus on setting boundaries around you to be able to give that to yourself and also setting boundaries so that others don't pass through and affect your mindset, your spiritual health, your emotional health. Boundaries are so incredibly important. So understanding what is it that I need to be the most successful version of myself, even in this chaotic environment, and how can I start to give that to myself? Or how can I start to almost sort of set up these barriers so that others won't affect me in the same way? So that I won't experience this environment in so much of the negative that I'll be triggered and thus start to truly feel differently about myself, my work product, my productivity, who I am in this space. You want to protect that at all costs. And so setting those boundaries around you and around your work and around just yourself are so incredibly important. This is so pivotal when you are in a toxic work environment. Are you a woman of color job seeker who needs help navigating the crazy job market as it is today? Want to stand out and get the position you truly want and make the money you deserve? Then join the Empowered Hire. We are a crew of women of color job seekers led by me, your job search expert. The goal is to get you from knowing what jobs you should apply for to networking with ease, interviewing with confidence, and negotiating for what you truly deserve. This is the program for you. And you are in this community and this program until you land your job. Click the link in the show notes to schedule a consult call with me to learn more about how the Empowered Hire can help you get the job you want at the company that will value you making bank. And I want to really touch on something that I think is so important as well in these spaces is learning how to prioritize yourself. So when I was in these toxic work environments, it almost sort of felt like there was just so much going on and everything was moving so fast and I was being beaten down in so many different ways and in so many different directions. And I stopped thinking about myself. I started thinking about how can I make everyone else happy? How can I make everyone else feel good? How can I get all of this work done, even at the detriment to myself? And I want you to flip this because if you are truly in a toxic work environment, nothing that you do is going to make the situation better. Nothing that you do is going to change the situation. The more and the harder you work, the more people are going to set the expectations for that's just who you are, that's what you do, and that's how you engage in this kind of environment. That when you get more work, you go into hyper-productivity, which is essentially what they want. I don't want you to become the workhorse in a toxic work environment. I want you to prioritize yourself, your energy, and your well-being. And so asking yourself, what do I need to prioritize me is essential. You have to put those boundaries up, as I mentioned before, and you also have to think about how do I prioritize myself? How can I create a system, a community, an environment, a space around me where I will feel supported and capable and able to be successful? 
And how can I truly lean on support systems to be able to help, to guide, to validate me so that I feel empowered enough to make the decisions I need to make to take my next step, which is essentially to get yourself out of those environments. I also want you to focus on something that not many of us are great at doing, which is taking time off. This is the one thing that I must say to all of my clients who are in toxic work environments over and over and over and over again. You are given time off to take time off. So focusing on taking time to get outside of the environment and doing something fun for yourself, taking care of yourself, tending to yourself this is going to help you see what it's like when you're not there. Because essentially, this is what happens. And this is this is like truly interesting because this is essentially what happens, right? So you go through an entire work week. And during that week, you are being triggered and triggered and triggered in this toxic work environment. And you get to Friday and you are basically looking at the freaking clock until 5 p.m. comes so that you can get the hell out of there. And you take just these two days where now you have to focus on your family, other people, your kids, life, you have to adult. You don't get time within that 48 hours to allow your nervous system to reset to a baseline level. So essentially, you are going back into work on Monday morning and you are nowhere near healthy. You are not yet healed. You are still in trigger mode. And that's why we have things like the Sunday scaries where we are like, holy hell, I have to experience this again because you haven't given yourself the time to really be able to calm that system and to get yourself back to a whole version of you. You're just entering right back into the space. And what that does to you is that you are semi-okay, but you're not okay. And so here you are Monday through Tuesday, Wednesday, and then all the way to Friday being triggered again. And that's why it's it just becomes so hard and so heavy. So taking time off when you can, and screw that, as much as you can, is going to help you to start to reset your nervous system and bring your nervous system down. It's going to help you to clear some of that negative energy and those negative feelings you're experiencing so then you can see another way and another path. And if you focus on you in that time and give yourself joy and give yourself fun, you're going to be like, well, hell, I want to experience what this feels like all the time. And that's when you're going to start to build that feeling of, I need to leave. The more you stay in the cycle, the more the cycle eats you alive. But when you can come out of the cycle and see the other side and feel it and experience it, that is when you are truly going to say, okay, I am not going to do this to myself anymore. And that is when you will finally start what is my last tip for you to get the hell out of this burnout culture, to get the hell out of these toxic work environments. And that is to start your exit strategy. You need out and you need out immediately. And the basics for an exit strategy truly are you need to work on your resume, you need to work on your LinkedIn, and you need to start networking. 
What I always love to tell people who are in the toxic work environment and are just in drain mode, like sometimes you're just drained. And the thought of starting a freaking job search is like, Jesus, like, (laughs) and I get it. I really honestly do. I get it. I totally get it. But the most easy thing for you to do is to lean on your community. So what I always tell individuals to do is think about people in your community and network already that already exist, not even thinking about starting from fresh, not even thinking about starting new, but people that you can send the help me out email to. And the help me out email is really just, I'm looking for my next opportunity. Here's what I'm looking for. Attached is my resume. Do you know of anyone I could speak to about this kind of opportunity, hiring or not hiring? even just to have some networking conversations and chats. Because essentially what networking conversations and chats will do is it'll start to build that feeling of hope within you. When you start to talk to people who are in their path and in their craft and enjoying what they're doing and not in the situation that you're in, you start to realize that there is another way and that not every work culture is going to be like work your work culture which is very important to understand. And so networking and just that low-hanging fruit of reaching out to the people you already know is so beneficial to you in this standpoint, in this path. So your exit plan, resume, LinkedIn, reach out to people you know. Now, when it comes to a full-blown job search, there's so much more involved in that, of course, because you want to build your community. You want to be thinking about what are the right environments and spaces for me. Maybe you want to make a career change or career shift. You're asking yourself, well, what should that new role or position be that's more connected to my passion, to my purpose, that fulfills me more? And if you are in that state of asking yourself those questions, saying, I don't want to repeat this journey again, or I want to utilize this time to really be able to focus on that next move, maybe a transition or a pivot, or I really want to be able to figure out how do I spot these kinds of environments so I never have to be here again, then you want to consider joining the Empowered Hire because I created the Empowered Hire because of my journey. I realized that if I wanted to be successful in my career, I not only needed to be in the right positions and jobs that really tapped into my strengths, to what I was good at doing, to what I was interested in doing, but also that tapped into fully the right kinds of environments for me. But in order to know and to suss out the right environments for me, I had to know what those environments were. And so in the Empowered Hire, we focus just as much on what is that job as what is that company? What is that culture? What is that environment? And there are so many opportunities for us to dig into what is it that I want and need to be the most successful version of myself? What does that version of myself look like? And what do I really need from my next company to be that version of me? So we really focus on a holistic way of job searching. And I want you to experience what that is like. I believe that when you have the right job and the right environment and you are making the money 
you truly deserve. You're not living paycheck to paycheck. You have the extra funds to live the life you want. That is when you get to explore that next version of you. You have to have that baseline in order for you to grow off of that. That foundation has to be set. And that's the foundation that we create in the Empowered Hire. So if you're interested in learning more about the Empowered Hire, for sure, check out the link in the show notes to set up a consultation call with me. You get to meet me on a call and we chat all about your job search, your strategies, what's working for you, what's not working for you. And then we can dig into the how the Empowered Hire is the program for you. All right, y'all. I hope that this whole discussion was just so helpful for you to understand what toxic work environments are, how they are causing your burnout, how they are causing you to feel triggered, and what you can start to do. Some practical things that you can start to implement today, like setting your boundaries, prioritizing yourself, taking your time off, and starting your exit plan. These are all of the strategies that I want you to implement a Sap. And this was such an amazing podcast journey for me this episode. As I mentioned at the beginning, in particular, just being able to share things with you that I haven't shared before. Um, there's so much more of the story. I swear it's it it just feels like there's so many pieces of this story of becoming um the person that I am today and and the experiences that I had in the workplace that were the catalyst for me really going on such a transformative spiritual journey, starting my business, which was also an immense journey, and even still just going through it. You know, people ask me all the time, like, are you fully healed from everything that you've experienced in the past and what you talk about? And I say yes and no. Um, I do feel like I am healed from it and that it doesn't have the same, it doesn't evoke the same emotions, but I still feel like I carry those experiences with me. And I think that that's the way it's supposed to be. When we have these experiences, they help inform us for what we want, what we know we deserve, what we need moving forward. So they are always sort of involved in the decision-making moving forward. They just don't run the show anymore. And from that perspective, I mean the fear doesn't run the show. The doubt doesn't run the show I truly feel like I'm in a space now where I can make the best decisions for myself based off of the version that I am now, the more confident, more assured version of myself. But I do pride myself on saying that, um, you know, the experiences of being in a toxic workplace may have in some ways held me back from certain things, but I am grateful for the experiences because I sure as hell would not be where I am today. And I love where I am today. And I want you to get to that point where you can look back and say, like, I get it. I know why I had to do it. And I had to do it because I needed to have the life I have now, which is an amazing life. So I want that for all of you. And I hope that these tips that I shared today were helpful to get you there. All right, y'all. Until the next episode. Bye-bye. That's all for today's show. Now that you know what you know, it's your move. So girl, get out there and make it. And if you have suggestions for topics you'd like me to talk about in the next episode, perhaps something that might help you get unstuck, then let me know by sending a DM on our Instagram page 
at Her Next Career Move. Don't forget to leave us a rating and subscribe to the show to support our movement to flood the work world with dope women of color ready to take it over.